Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN. This show is brought to you by DraftKings Mitch Moss, along with Jonathan Von Tobel filling in for the, well, let's call him. He's a little under the weather. Polly Howard Please. thinks he might be back tomorrow. Say he's under the weather. You want to call it the spring of Polly? I don't. I don't need that again. You don't want to do that again. No, you don't want to go over that, that again. Uh, so in this hour, I'm an innocent bystander. I'm just asked to fill in, folks. <laughs> we have uh, we have pizzeria bets coming up yeah. in about 15 minutes, uh, and here little college basketball, hot and heavy now. March, of course, comes up on Friday. That's when we turn the calendar from February to March. It is a leap year this year. How about what they're doing at Circa? Uh, birth certificate ID, you show it here at Circa on February 29th. If you were born on, you know, in a leap year on February 29th, you get the drink for free. Nice. Like anything, right? Like just open. I, Let's go. I guess. Wow. How many people are going to show up with fake IDs? Only I was born. Would you take March 1st off if you were born on February 29th out here in Las Vegas? Oh, yeah. You got that. I think you have to, right? If only my parents had sex like six months earlier. Peace. Um... How about this? When Mike Palm was telling the story of that promo last week, he said, like, of all the employees they have under, like, the umbrella here of uh, Circa, Golden Gate, and D, I forget the number. I think it was more than, like, 1,000 employees. Three of them were born on February 29th. Like, that's a high rate. I'm like, that percentage cannot be the, the norm across America, right? About 0.06% of the 8 billion people on the planet. On the planet. You want to go yeah. planet? Okay. Well, I'm trying to think. So, like, that's still, that's a pretty high rate, right? Like, for one company to have that many. I would, that's a super high rate. Yeah. So, if you're, like, if you're listening to this show or others on VSIN and you hear this or watching it wherever you might be, and, you know, you have some vacation time coming up, would you think about coming to Las Vegas, making a trip out of it if you were really born on February 29th? To start your weekend off, I'm going to go sit downtown and I get to drink for free on my birthday? Why the hell not? I'll go to Vegas this weekend. I'm on way and sit in the best sports book. Be a pretty good way to spend it. That's right. I'd be down. Now you can, And then you can use that money and blow it on good things like video poker <laughs> right. and stuff like yes. that. Right. Just light it on fire other ways. Yeah. Sure. Um, so this is uh, Jay Billis. We had him on about 30 minutes ago. If you miss any of the show, as always, you can go back and uh, search Follow the Money wherever you get your podcast, he came on and we were talking. He said UConn's is the, the best team in the country, in his opinion. And then he said, of like the four or five teams below UConn, the number one team that he would have would be Purdue. 
And so, you know, many people are going to have question marks about this team. I mean, the lack of success, right, under Matt Painter mm-hmm. come March. It's just, it, it sticks out like a sore thumb. The bad losses to inferior teams. Bill, this nugget, by the way, it did not hit me before. The three straight losses in the tournament to double-digit seeds. Like, it didn't really hit me. And then you go back, you're like, oh, yeah, the 16, 15, and the 13. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> this, don't, the St. Peter's team. Yep. Don't forget, they were one of the teams that got hit by, hit by that St. Peter's shrapnel. Yep. And they were taken out, and that team was awesome. They were a three seed. Jaden Ivey was fantastic as a college player. Nope, lost to St. Peter's. Um, but is this team different this year? They have better shooters along with Zach Eady. And when you look at the overall non-conference schedule, yes, I will question the Big Ten. I don't think the Big Ten is, uh, from top to bottom, very good at all. Teams like, look at Wisconsin now, another loss last night. Look yep. at Michigan State fighting for their March Madness lives. I think Illinois is pretty good, but it doesn't have a lot of depth overall, in my opinion. But when you look at the non-conference for Purdue, now we're talking like this is much earlier on in the season, but they have a 12-point win at home over Xavier. In Maui, they won that tournament. They went through Gonzaga by double digits. They beat Tennessee by four, and they beat a game Marquette by three in the title game. They also have a six-point win over Alabama on a neutral and they have an eight-point win over Arizona on a semi-neutral. That is one hell of a non-conference schedule. Yep. I mean, to say that you defeated Arizona, Alabama, Marquette, Tennessee, Gonzaga, I'll throw in Xavier. Eh. I know people will say... Well, not, 50-ish not, team in Kempong, okay. yeah. But to have all those wins, and they're all on neutral, one of them was a semi-neutral, that's pretty awesome. Absolutely. I don't think there's any question that this team would be better than they were last year. Right, and if oh, by the way, like if you if you wipe that away, mm-hmm. the fact that they were a one losing to a sixteen last year, and if you if you, in fact if you drew a line through Purdue, and had you know like wrote in UConn or Houston or North Carolina or some other team with wins over the non-conference schedule I just ran down, who would question that team? Nobody would, right? Right. I, I just think, and they're playing a little bit quicker this year too. So, like, that's a positive, right? They're not like this slow plotting team that they were a season ago. And so, like, I don't. My questions become: I don't think they're going to lose in the first round again to a 16 team. I know that's you not. Know, gonna I, I don't think that's going to happen. If it does, Matt Painter has to go. Yo, no, I don't think there's any question if that happens again. You got to get out of here. No, it's 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 more of once you get past that first round, and when you start to take on some of these better teams. It just becomes a question of, is the way you play defensively with Zach Eady sustainable for the course of six consecutive wins in a tournament? And I just don't think that's the case. And if you look like the common thread amongst the, the three losses that they have this season in Northwestern, Nebraska, and Ohio State, if you watch those games, they picked apart that drop coverage that they play every time. And so when you run into some of these better guards as you get further along in the tournament, is that going to be sustainable? Is Zach Eady just doing this above the free throw line on defense going to be something that you can work with as a team? He can't flash out to the perimeter, right? He can't do anything like that. He can't head, you can't do those things on defense. And when you start to get teams that just start nailing you in that soft spot of the floor, then I think that's the problem. And when you start speeding them up and getting them up and down, that's going to be a problem. So I think they'll win more games than they did last year. I think it's fair to think that. I think, you know, Sweet 16 and beyond is perfectly plausible. But I just don't buy their sustainability as a defense as you move forward into playing some of these elite backcourts that you're going to have to run into at some point. All right, so let's run down, like, the potential four and five seeds right now that Purdue could face in the Sweet 16 if they get that far, assuming they do here for the sake of this segment. And right now when you go to bracketmatrix.com, the projected four seeds – and you can chime in here with which teams you think would be a really bad um, opponent Got in, the, in right that match. On my top of my list. Creighton? Yep. I don't think Purdue wants to see Creighton in the 100%. Sweet 16. You've got a little bit of size that you can rebound and at least match up with, and you've got guards that will absolutely nail you uh, from beyond the arc if given the opportunity. Totally agree. I don't think they want to see Auburn. No, I don't think so. Either. I don't think, right? As the four, uh, boy, oh boy. I mean, if you make Purdue a small favorite in that game, I think I'd have to bet Auburn. Um, also, other potential four seeds. What do you think about San Diego State? They're projected right now as a four seed. I think you get away with that. Like, they don't have like the guard play that's going to kill you, right? And at least from a size perspective, San Diego State likes to play that, hey, second chance opportunities, work the glass, do it. I don't think you're able to do that against Purdue. So I think that you feel comfortable in a matchup like that. Would you be okay if Baylor was the four seed? No. 
Not the way they play on offense. If Baylor, it, that's like, what Baylor are you going to get? Are yep. you going to get a team that's 11 of 19 from three? Then yep. see you later, Purdue. Adios, have fun in the offseason. But also, if they're not hitting their threes, I mean, that's a big part of their game, obviously. Uh, and then in the five seed here. So they're going to get maybe one of these teams, right? Either, either the four or the five. They can't get them both. Wisconsin, but they're a Big Ten team, so maybe they don't put Wisconsin in mm-hmm. the same bracket. Um, Kentucky, a potential five. Sayonara. Done? Yeah. Dunzo? Yeah, I, I mean, Kentucky too. Same thing, right? Play with pace. They can shoot. They're awesome. They can spread the floor out, get after that, that drop coverage. I think it would be a nightmare for them. In theory, Kentucky has the bigs to match up with Edie down low. Yep. But also, like, they, I, the question marks still persist with Kentucky on defense. Yes. In a lot of those spots, Clemson is a projected five. I would say that's a little bit of a problem. They're pretty. They're a top fifty shooting team. And when, when you look at yep. some of their, when you look at the resume for Clemson, some of the wins or near wins or games that should have been wins. Let's be honest. I mean, they should have won the Duke game. That was a blown call at the end, in my opinion. And they that means they should have. If you agree with that, that would have, could have, should have. We'll say that. Right. But that win was potentially there, and also they won at North Carolina. They so got, Clemson's pretty damn good in the matchup with some you know elite teams here. They got Gerard who can knock down a bunch of shots too from beyond the arc and take care of that stuff that uh, that defense if given the opportunity. Yeah, think be a problem. And on that five six line, depending on which team it would be, we're talking about like a Dayton or a BYU. Yep. We saw BYU last night. Another team, right? If they're hitting their shots, BYU's not going to be a fun matchup for a lot of teams in this tournament. And for some of these teams too, like Purdue can come in and probably execute on offense again. It's going to be a, a tight matchup. I don't think they're going to get blown out by any stretch. But you're talking about the, the wins of the margins that you need, right? And winning these certain possessions defensively, like that can make the difference in a lot of these. But again, you were talking about a matchup between a four and a five, obviously assuming you're going to make a run here. Like, they're not going to get eliminated early, it would seem. Yep. So you're super high on Iowa State. I want to throw another team out here that's maybe, well, if, let's say Arizona drops to the two line. And Arizona would play Iowa State, who would be a three. That's the kind of team, in my opinion, that can take Arizona apart. Would oh, you yeah. agree? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That, in fact, that's a team that if, Arizona, if, they, if that drops, like we're talking third, like Sweet 16 matchup, and Arizona has to play a team like Iowa State or St. Mary's, they got to be like, oh, good Lord, please, why do you have to give us that team? Oh, yeah. You look at the loss of Purdue, I think they turned it over about 14, 15 times. Like, uh, I think uh, the... the um, They've had a lot of these games where turnovers have been a little bit of an issue for them. And against a court line, a backcourt like that, 6'4 guys like Keyshawn Gilbert and others just swarming you, yeah. forcing turnovers. Oh, yeah. I yeah, love that team. That, that's not going to be a team that would uh, be very fun to play, I don't think. Um, anyway, it's a good night tonight in college basketball as well. I bet South Carolina, I took the five. I couldn't find the five and a half here in Las Vegas earlier. But that, that number to me seems a little out of whack tonight. That's probably my favorite bet, and I bet Illinois – and uh, Minnesota over 155 and a half. Do you have any college bets yet? No, it was an Illinois team total was something I had circled. I have not bet that one yet. Uh, and then looking, uh, what were we talking about to the, oh, Iowa State tonight. If that continues to drop, we're talking about like nine and a half right now. Yeah. If we get to like nine, maybe hold out for an eight and a half Iowa State tonight for sure. We'll get to uh, the NBA schedule as well coming up in about 20 minutes. See if you've uh, picked apart another best bet for that. You mentioned how you like the Clippers tonight. See if there's anything else on the schedule that you like. But up next, some uh, pizzeria bets We'll take you inside the pizzeria here. Uh, I have one MLB future that I'll tell you about. Vlad Guerrero tied for the league lead with 48 home runs. That was back in 2021. Since, he had 32 and 26. That's it. But I'll tell you why. I bet him at 30 to 1 to run it back. Coming up on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 
2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Make sure you check it out, folks. It is up and it is live. Our free baseball betting primer up on the website, vcin.com slash guide. You get World Series future analysis. You get tips on how to bet spring training and on how to use sabermetrics in Major League Baseball betting. It is a grind every day in the MLB. Get all the tips you need to get ready for the season, which is less than a month away. That series across the pond is happening soon. Download for free, vcin.com slash guide. Hungry for a winner? Sometimes all you need is a slice. You make this pizza? We swap pepperoni for parlays and give you alternate lines instead of anchovies. I'm telling you, this pizza idea is really going to happen. From our kitchen to your wallet, sweat with us and throw some pizza money on it. Double meatball, pepperoni, sausage, peppers, onions, extra mozzarella. Welcome to Mitch and Polly's Pizzeria. All right, and you can send in your suggestions. Email is ftm at vcin.com. We're on X at vcin live at Mitch Moss Radio and at me, JVT, today. Uh, I'll begin by talking about a home run bet that I placed this year, and it's on Vladimir Guerrero Jr. at 30 to 1. I don't know if that number's still available or not, but it was the best number that I could find anywhere, and I'll give you a couple of reasons why. I bet Vlad this year. I think he's going to have a bounce-back season. He did tie for the league lead with 48 in 2021. He was 45-1 to preseason at that point. And I thought, well, you're never ever going to see that number ever again. And we haven't. He hasn't been close. But this year, 30 was good enough for me. And uh, there's a story on MLB.com where they recently talked to Vlad. And he said, quote, in 2021, I prepared myself without thinking about all those uh, numbers that I could put up. This year, I said, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing. I'm not going to think about anything mentally, about putting up numbers. I think it might work out. Maybe the same numbers, maybe even better. End of quote. And uh, they also had another paragraph that said, they pointed out as a reminder, he's battled wrists and knee injuries in recent years. Nothing debilitating, but these things add up. It's not just baseball. It's life on the road, the travel, the time changes, the late hours. How these players feel in September is a different life entirely than February. Guerrero has acknowledged now that he did not prepare himself well enough for 2023 and felt that discomfort from head to toe. Guerrero added, quote, to be honest with you, when I wake up, I feel a lot better. That's going into the season. He admitted to not being prepared or not feeling well throughout recent seasons. Now this year he feels great. And I'll run down some of the numbers here in recent years. That's, you know, when you look at overall home runs, yeah, it's uh, pretty hardcore, but this is the kind of stuff that you need to look at, right? Barrels that he hit in 2021. 75 overall, 15.1%. The number of barrels that he put on the baseball dropped over recent years to 59 and 56. And it went from uh, 15% overall to 11%. Mm in the two years after he led the league in 2021, his average exit velocity 
in 2021 was 95.1. That was the top 1% of the league. In 2022, he dropped to the top 4%. Last year, it was only top 9%. And if he can get back to that 2020 form, then he's going to be in the mix and he's going to hit a lot of home runs. The launch angle in 2021 was 9.4%. In 2022, it was only 4.3. So what does that mean? A lot more line drives. And you're not going to have those balls get up in the air with a chance to go over the fence. Last year, it was up to 10.5. We need that kind of number again. The sweet spot percentage in 2021 was 33.7%. That was an all-time high for him. Again, let's say that he can replicate the 2021 season. If he gets back in that range, then we're talking about more home runs. And the hard hit percentage in 2021 has also dipped. In tw- uh, That year, in 2021, it was 55.2%, top 2% of the league. In 2020 year, sorry, in 2022, it was 50.4%, top 6% of the league. And he didn't even rank out last year because it dipped to below 50%. Sure. But let's take him for his word. He feels a lot better. Those kind of hardcore metrics get back to where it was in his career year of 2021 I'll take my chances with that and if he hits more than 40 home runs this year I think he'll be in the mix 30 to 1 was worth it to me I think 20 to 1 might be worth it but below 20 to 1 I I would probably stay away from anybody for most home runs at this point of the season I like it you've thought a lot about this I have yes it seems like you have all right I was told long shots. Oh, no, you're going to go next. Sorry, you got one more. Go. Oh, one more. One more here. If he can stay healthy, I think the Mariners are going to be a potential playoff team. They have a uh, what win total, I believe, in the high 80s. Mm-hmm. Let's say they push that number. Potential playoff team. They're going to win a lot of games, probably a lot of close games. They have a really good staff. Andres Munoz is the new closer. He's 35-1. to 1. I love his stuff. He proved that he could be the closer last year once they uh, traded Seawall to the uh, Diamondbacks. Give me, you don't like 30, 35 to one, not good enough for you? Well, I was told long shots. I was thinking, those we're are going not long of, shots. We're, we're going, you want some long shots? All right, here we go. Let me clear out here. Let's go. First off, Tristan McKenzie, out AL Cy Young, 100 to one. Uh, I'm holding on to 2022. Uh, made 31 stars. He played in 31, 31 appearances, 30 starts, 191 and third innings. Uh, looked absolutely great. 296 ERA was, looked like he was on his way up. And, took care of the home run issue that he had had the, the previous couple of years in the majors, was striking out guys at a pretty decent clip. All that had dipped. He had actually gotten the command issues. Last year, though, didn't go well. Got injured immediately at the start of the season. Only ended up making four starts last season, over 16 appearance, or sixteen innings at a 506 ERA. But I'm banking on the growth that we saw from McKenzie in 2022 is real. The guy looks like he could be a stalwart for Cleveland if he continues to kind of grow at the pace that we thought he was. He's got some really good underlying numbers that I think you're going to be able to replicate as you move forward. And just assuming that last year, over four starts because of a shortened season, that that was stunted, that growth, because of injuries to him last season ago. So you're talking about 100 to 1 that in 2022 for a guy that had a sub-3 ERA and looked like he was on his way up. I'll take my shot with a guy who seems like he's going to be fully healthy. I will tell you that McKenzie is one of the guys I wanted to be on last year. Yep. And then he opened up, I think the high water mark was 41 that I could find on him anywhere. And then the injury, the question mark obviously would be, is he going to be able to throw enough innings this year? Right. And I think, I mean, I think he can again. Now, coming off of an injury, maybe it does worry you. Maybe Cleveland plays some games is limiting him. I haven't really read a lot on that. I've really seen it personally. But the thing for me is twofold. First off, in 2022, 191 in the third innings. So he has at least shown that he can. He's got that history. He's got a history that shows he can have a high workload if need be. And the other thing that he really liked a lot too last year is despite all the struggles that he had, command was the real issue, which I think you can get back in or rein back in. Uh, Didn't give up a ton of home runs. In fact, he's improved as a guy who's kept the ball in the park every single year so far. So I think that you're going to like that for Tristan McKenzie. So, and the other point. You're talking about a guy that was around 50-ish to one, 40 to one to win the uh, Cy Young last year. The only thing that happened last year was he got injured. So I'll take my shot at 100 to one here for Tristan McKenzie to win AL Cy Young. So you and I, by the way, are playing in the same fantasy league. Yes. The amount of when you like really like study up and the amount of injuries on big name starting pitchers at the end of last year. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's countless guys who are either out for this entire year or they maybe can come back like at the middle point of the season. It, it's also why I think from like for fantasy, I think it's, I, I waited, but also I think it's why it's, you, you wade into the waters of some of these longer shots for pitchers. I mean, you, you don't want to really invest in these shorter shots because some of these guys, the injuries are insane. And you get these guys to kind of rise up here. Yeah. I mean, like Justin Steele was in contention for the NL Cy Young at one point. Oh, yeah, he looked, looked almost fantastic. won it. Right. He looked fantastic. So I'm looking at fan graphs right now and using their projections at like a bunch of different um, models. 
they have, I think the high mark here is the Zips projection has them going 160 innings pitched. Yep. And actually, Corbin Burns kind of proved a few years ago that you don't have to pitch, you know, a sure. zillion innings to win the Cy Young as a starting pitcher. If and he could get in that 160, 170 range, he might have, you know. And if he's healthy and, wor- and working well, I'm sure they'll allow him to kind of push forward through that. I've taken too much time away. I got Go one ahead. more. I got another one for you here. Where, where are we going next? Throw it up. How about this big one? Strikeout leader, Brian Wu, 750 to 1. This is what I was told. This is what you wanted, folks, huh? Let's do this thing. Now, Brian Wu, I I mentioned the story to uh, to Mitch before the show started. One of my favorite moments from last year in which uh, he made his debut against Texas and his parents were in the stands and he got absolutely shelled by the Texas Rangers. Dude's got some live strikeout stuff, though. And if you look at his time in the minors, we're talking about a K per nine that was 12 or higher each year in the minors for Seattle. And it's short sample size stuff, but I really like the way that this guy can pitch. You saw some of the underlying numbers last year that it didn't really look great on the surface, but expected ERA was 348. The guy I think is much better than what he showed. Young, some growing pains, but he's got some stuff that I think is pretty life. And he can rack up strikeouts, I think, in a really big way. Now, of course, it's 750 to 1. You have no idea what the workload's going to be, how many innings he's going to pitch. But an 87 to 2 thirds got you nearly 100 strikeouts overall. I think he was floating around like 85 to 90. I think this guy's going to be pretty life if he gets a big workload here for, uh, for the Seattle Mariners. Who knows? The improvement's got to be there. It's 750 to 1 for a reason. And then the last one, I think this is pretty simple. I was looking around. There's a wide variety of numbers. Figured you'd be in on this. L.A. De La Cruz, 101 to win NL MVP. A team that's projected to win about 84-ish games uh, can steal bases. Now, I think he's got to hit for a better average because yeah, he, he, like, he did not really hit for a high average last year. But you've got the the potential to really rack up, right? You know, good amount of home runs, good amount of runs batted in, steals, and the most important part, Mitch, he's got the narrative. People love him, and people are going to watch him. And he will have several, as he did last year, wow moments. Yes. And people are going to be like, my good Lord, I've never seen anything like this before Dude, on the baseball field. He's as high He's as high. His odds to win it are like 40 to 1. And then all the way from 40 yeah. to 100 to 1 yeah. if you were shopping around. All right. So I also bet a pitcher for most strikeouts at a very high number. I'll tell you who that was coming up, and we'll get uh, your rundown of uh, what you like tonight on the NBA card here on Follow the Money. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit a deposit $5 to get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. Download the app. Use promo code VSIN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. So the uh, pitcher that I bet at long odds, in fact, it turns out that he has the exact same odds as your guy, Brian Wu, for the Mariners. Now, again, we're calling this pizza money for a reason. Like, I'm not going to, you know, plunk down a huge bet. Same five-star pizza. On uh, a guy at 750 to 1. I bet Kyle Harrison for the Giants, who was like a great prospect last year, came up at the tail end of the year. He had an 11 strikeout game. He only pitched 34 innings last year. It was 9.09 Ks per nine. That won't get it done, obviously, but he it appears as if he is going to be cemented as the number two starter for the Giants. Logan Webb and the team there, they love this guy. Um, and you're real, I mean, how often are you going to find teammates, you know? Make it sound like they don't, they don't like one of their guys, but Logan Webb said that there's nobody, <laughs> right. there's nobody, <laughs> right? I can't. This is terrible. Really, we're going to go to war with this guy. He's our two starter. Please get me traded. But he, he's like nobody's more ready for camp than Kyle and for the season than Kyle Harrison. He came completely prepared. If you look at his numbers, I get it, the lower level stuff, but he's always been around or higher than 14 Ks per nine. It's insane. So like, if, if this guy would get enough innings this year, and he's 22, so it's a ma- you know, obviously a major gamble here, but it's not a lot of money. Um, but if he could be in the mix somehow down, uh, let's say come some July 31st or whatever the trade deadline, it'll be a fun bet to have. Absolutely. And like, so for me, too, when you were looking at, like, woo, one of the numbers – that really sticks out to you is that swinging strike rate, which is, you know, how often the percentage of uh, pitches sure, in the huge. strike zone or percentage of strikes that were swung at and missed, you know, like Wu was at 12.5% last year. He's going to get guys to swing and miss. Uh, Harrison's right around like 10%. Like, and, and to your point too, in his time in the, in the minors, we're talking about years where he was at like 17, 16, 14. Again, these are minor league batters that you're facing, but if you can guys, you can get guys to swing and miss at your stuff. You're on your way here, and you're assuming natural development. Yeah, again, 750 to one. Yep, do it. I was talking to uh, Weston, who's very good on this stuff. Uh, guy in the cornfields on X. He actually popped Spencer Strider big time last year. Big time. Right. Had massive numbers on him for most wins, and uh, 
at the time, you know, a good number on Strider for most Ks before the season started, won all that stuff. He and I were going back and forth. I mean, he St- Spencer Strider is around the plus 250, plus 275 range to have most Ks. I told him that's like betting Tiger Woods in his prime in a golf tournament. It's insane. They're, basically, books are saying we don't even want to take a bet on Spencer Strider, <laughs> right? Because betting a guy in that range, he's going to have to go out there and avoid any trip to the IL pretty much the entire year. That's that's the part that's crazy, right? Like betting at that price, assuming like no injury, no time missed, everything's got to go perfect. You got to resume it, everything that you had a season to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, he had like what, like 50 more strikeouts than the second place pitcher. Um, it was nuts, but at that he price. He blew away the field last year. Yes. That price is insane. I could not bet anybody at that price. No way, no how. And also, this is something to keep in mind on. Books are going to keep this stuff open throughout the year. Right. And so if he gets off to, that's, that's why I like about, like, I, can, I use it when we talk about, like, NBA futures. Generally, I go into a season with not a single NBA future to win an NBA finals, things like that, because the ebbs and flows to a year, more often than not, you're going to find a buy point on some of these teams to go in and, and buy and, and get a pretty good number. Generally, the same thing here, too, right? If Strider comes out and has, by his standards, a couple of whole hum performances, they, the market like, like might not move a ton, but if you get off to a slow start in the first month or so uh, and you have a couple of guys that get off the hot starts, the market adjusts and you can get something a little bit better. No need to jump in at plus 250 in February. That's why I'm not going to go bananas with a bunch of these bets. I have one Cy Young bet so far. We did that in a previous pizzeria bet. It was well, I'm betting on an, a guy who's been injured in the past, so I don't like that idea, but I bet on a number. It was Freddie Peralta at 101. Huh? The way that he closed the season last year for the Brewers, he's going to be the ace this year, which could be a bad thing because he's, in theory, then going to get a bunch of other number ones that he's going to face throughout the year. But his stuff is so electric, and if he could ever string it together for a full year, it's a big gamble, but 100-1 to 1 when he was like 30-1 to 1 in other spots, I took a shot on him, and I have one bet to win the MVP. It's Adley Rutschman. 40 to 1 in the American League. I just, I can't, I love Adley Rutschman. He's one of my favorite players in all of Major League Baseball. I bet him last year at 60 to 1. And this year I like him even more at 40 to 1 because there's no more Shohei Otani yeah. in the American League. So you get him out. He's going to put up good numbers offensively. The media loves this guy, rightfully so. He's going to still catch a lot of games this year for the Orioles. And he got a lot of credit for the way that he handled that staff behind the plate last year. I think that'll happen. But again, I have like Vlad for most home runs. I took a couple of other longer shots as well, but nothing too seriously at this point. Uh, I have nobody to win the National League um, MVP. I do have, and here you go. It's like my running back bet that I have to make every single year in the NFL to win the MVP. Like, I think I can find that guy at long odds who's going to have a career year. I bet McCaffrey 200-1. to 1. He was in the mix. Didn't win it in the mix. I have to bet relievers, a couple of them, every single year at long odds just in case it happens again. I had Bautista last year mm-hmm. at a huge number, and I kept betting throughout the year. And I thought he had a chance to win it before he got hurt. The two guys I bet in the American League so far, small bets, whatever. But I bet Duran for the Twins... I absolutely love him. His stuff is just ridiculous. Throwing 103 miles an hour. He's my Felix Bautista from last year. I bet him at 500 to 1. And I had to do it, JBT. I think I bet him every single year. But I plunked down some uh, change on Josh Hader last night, 300 to 1. Have to. He's going to go to the Astros, who are going to win 100 games. Yep. Uh, he's going to have so many opportunities. Like It's going to be... I th- I think that he's going to be awesome. He, like this year, I mean, we were talking about our fantasy team. Like he was one of the first ones I grabbed. Like I think the potential for him on that team is going to be absolutely insane. Especially like with Presley behind him. Like that. They, like they're going to be so freaking good on that back end with oh, those two guys. It's going to be it actually insane. goes. It can go a Brayu Presley hater. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so forgot about that. Yep. it's going to turn into like six inning games, and it's going to be like good luck yep. getting either of these guys. Remember those Royals teams where it's just like just give us four or five innings, guys. The exact team I was thinking about. Yep, give us four or five, and we're going to be good the rest of the way. Yeah, I mean that's how they won a World Series that year. Yeah, they were so good, and that's what the Astros can do again this year. So I have my eye on uh, one guy in the National League as well, but he's not available yet here at Circa, so I want to bet him here when they might open it up today. The one guy that I thought, and he got hurt, we got the report like less than a week ago or so, um, so it's a good thing I didn't bet it, but I'm going to wait for the market to flow down on like Kodai Senga, like that'd be, he, his numbers last year were great. They were you awesome. You don't know how long he's going to be shelved for though, and that's going to really... That's a problem. Right. You don't want to hear about, that's, and, and again, that's one reason why I want to shy, shy away from this stuff, is because we still have a month to go before the season, 
You never know when a pitcher might come out and say, eh, my arm's a little tired. Yep. You don't want to hear those words in February or March at all. It's going to be like, oh, my God, what kind of a sign is that? But if he can get by that, Senga's numbers last year were sick down the stretch. Yep, and he's not going to throw for three weeks, and then you see after that. So that's the, that's the trouble is it's not like, oh, he got hurt. This is when he's returning. It's like, no, he'll start throwing in three weeks. So you don't know how much time he's going to miss at the beginning of the year. Uh, it, it's actually – it is reminiscent of, like, Tristan McKenzie last year, right? McKenzie yeah. went down and it's like, hey, he'll start throwing a little bit, and then all of a sudden you look at the end of the year, only four starts. Yeah, I'll tell you, the guy that I like, um, I haven't bet him at all. I took him in the fantasy league. Keep your eye on him, and I think Fangraphs loves him, other projections – his, t- his uh, teammate in Cleveland, Tanner Bibby. Yep. Really, really good last year. Like, the projections for him this year are almost spectacular. So, if McKinsey can stay healthy. And Circa, by the way, opened up Bieber 16-1 to to win the Cy Young last yeah. night. Dude, I don't know how they constantly find like, these pits. They, they're so good at developing these guys. And if this actually hits for them... When you have so you have you have Bieber, McKenzie, uh, Bibby as well, like those top three guys in that rotation. Yeah, good luck. Damn, damn good. Very impressive. Uh, you made the case earlier today for the Clippers um, in the NBA here against the yep. Lakers tonight. Although there's no Paul George. That's your best bet on the schedule? Uh, I think that one for sure is going to be on the card today. Uh, and also, I'm going to wait to see what the injury report looks like for Dallas because I think you might get a little bit of a bump here for Dallas. Uh, but I'm going to take the best number possible for Toronto, uh, given that. Just again, third game of four nights. You, you want to try to play in these situations uh, when it comes to the scheduling spots. Yeah. Uh, and given what Dallas has had to play through here over the last four, the three games and then to come in here, uh, there's going to be the last couple of games and you come in here on no rest and play that, given the way the last night ended. I think it's a pretty good situation for a Toronto team at home coming off of a day of rest to get sit back and get ready for Dallas. So we're going to play against the situation for the uh, the Mavericks tonight, barring anything popping up. Now, it's a risk because there's a pretty good – there's a shot that maybe um, somebody gets ruled out and then this number starts to track down. But I, I'm willing to take the risk, see what's going to happen with the market once this injury report officially comes out, take the best number with Toronto tonight. Too. I mean, the schedule game is so important to pay attention to yep. in the NBA because of what you just said. I mean, three games in four nights is never easy for anybody. I actually like it a little bit more when it's strung out. Mm-hmm. And let's say it's like their sixth game in nine nights. Then you just know it's like uh, not very easy, especially if a team's been on a long road trip and they come back home and they're playing like another game. It's like that's an impossible spot to be in. And look at the Toronto last four games. First off, they've covered all four, but somewhat similar opponents, right? Indiana, Brooklyn, Atlanta, and Indiana, teams that aren't the best offensively, that are going to be willing to run with you, like get up and down, a little bit of pace. Like Toronto's going to be running quite a bit here. So I I think uh, situationally, matchup-wise, I think Toronto is pretty live to stay inside of that number tonight. All right, up next, we will recap our best bets from yesterday and tell you what we are officially betting in in pocket plays, this is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. 
BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. I had a uh, winner yesterday. Finally, the Atlanta Hawks, my year-long nemesis, comes to an end. I was... uh, Winless betting on this team or against this team the entire year. Isn't that something? They've been the worst team covering numbers the entire season. Every time I faded them. Another loser for Mitch. There you go. On the money line last night, minus 120. And that will be, for the rest of the year, I'm guessing the easiest winner I'll have in the NBA. It's not that easy. They never are, ever. I don't think I have one. Well, yesterday. That's probably it. You know, it's... As you talked about, runs always happen in the NBA. They were out to, I think it was a 12-point lead at halftime. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, the run's coming from Utah. This game's far from over. I was and it never happened. Yep. Hawks just put the gas down the entire second half and blew them out. So here's what I'm on today in college basketball. I'm going to go over Illinois and Minnesota. 155.5. Eli and I trending as one of the best over teams in college basketball. The last, uh, what you have them, eight or ten games? Mm-hmm. Yeah, super high-scoring games. Very fast pace. They'll get Minnesota to play their game tonight. Got to go over 155 and a half. And this number is just a little out of whack tonight. South Carolina, you can find them plus five and a half this morning. Got to take the Gamecocks on the road against Texas A&M with that many points involved. Um, again, for what it's worth, Ken Palm made this number like two. I think Bart Torvik has it one, one and a half. A&M in the SEC and at home, they are like five and six games below 500 when you look at that criteria. I, this is like a desperation play. for. I, I got to go against it. I'm on the Gamecocks here, plus the points. Uh, officially 11-1 to the over last 14, 15-2 to the over last 17. For that boy, that's strong. <laughs> Pretty strong. Pretty good. Uh, all right. For me, uh, recap yesterday, yeah. Locks minus one and a half, same thing. So I uh, was saying, ah, screw that. It's not going to fall on one. Let's go. That's also what I was waiting for was the run. That eventually, just like I told you with the Bulls, they would be up big. The Hawks would stop caring. They would blow it and then just give up a three at the end to win by one. Uh, that's what I was waiting for because I told you, like, I don't care. It's not going to fall at one. That would have been brilliant. Uh, so Hawks minus one and a half. Easy money there. Two in the NBA. Uh, we'll go with both that we just talked about. Raptors plus three versus the Mavericks playing against the scheduling spot. Third game of four nights. No rest for the Dallas Mavericks after a tough loss yesterday to Cleveland. And then Clippers minus three and a half versus the Los Angeles Lakers. A little bit of rest. A little bit of time to get ready for the Los Los Angeles Lakers team. I think they're better than even without Paul George. Give me the Clippers, who are one in six ATS in their last seven games. Ah, so buying low then. Let's go. Yep, that's what we're doing. All right, put the Vsin experts to work for you and start betting smarter with a Vsin Pro subscription. Sign up on a Vsin Pro annual sub today and get your first year for only hundred and ninety-nine bucks instead of the typical price of two forty. All you have to do use the promo code FTM. That's $199 for the full year. That is outstanding. You can get vSIM Pro access to everything we do for an entire year, including our daily best bets with a leaderboard to see which vSIM expert has the hot hand. Betting splits to show you where the money and bets are moving for every game. Betting systems, premium analysis, uh, premium analysis and 24-7 video access. Plus our upcoming March Madness betting guide with best bets for every game and round of the tournament. Remember, use the promo code FTM. Get your first year of VSIM Pro Access for only $199. Sign up today at vsim.com slash subscribe. I got a message from Chris Bennett, 
who is uh, the man in charge here at Circus Sports. And he posted the American League Cy Young numbers last night. He is going, for those of you either here in Las Vegas or with access to Circa across the country, he is hoping to have NL Cy Young numbers up early this evening. Oh. So I can't wait to uh, see what he's going to be offering there. And Chris offers phenomenal numbers in almost every single market. And I'm actually a little bit like when other markets are offering higher numbers and Chris opens something much lower, that's almost, it's telling to me to like, do I, does that mean I need to go grab that guy at the other spot? Like, for example, I told you, I I don't have very many like serious bets uh, for American League Cy Young or some of these other awards at this point. A guy who I had my uh, my eye on was uh, this Tariq Skubal. I think I'm saying his name correctly. Yeah. For uh, the Detroit Tigers. He really has good stuff, and he finished the year, like, extremely strong last season. Chris opened him up 16-1 to to win the American League Cy Young. Like, you can find better numbers than that, and that just tells me that automatically, well, Bennett's and he really loves the dude. And whenever he opens up something lower... Like either on a team or a player, that just that's opinion based from Chris, and he's like, I, I love this person or I love this team, and hence I think that he has a really good chance to win it or higher than higher chances than what other books would actually put on the guy than what the market is telling you. I didn't realize so. Scooble last year in those fifteen starts had, had a two eighty ERA. He's good, man. His, his FIP was too flat, so you can make the argument that he actually had was bad better. luck. That's crazy good, man. <laughs> That's insane. That's Over really, really third? good. That's crazy. Yep, yep. So I think it was like last year, if I recall correctly, the two teams are on the all-star break that Chris kind of bumped down in the market because he really liked them. One was Baltimore. Mm. And I want to say the other one was Seattle. It's always like, yep. And now Baltimore never got the job done in the playoffs. But like that second half, they never petered out, right? Right. They just continued to set the world on fire, and they won 100 games, and they were the one seed in the American League. They lost to the Rangers, but, you know, that's parity in Major League Baseball come playoff time. Yep. And sometimes, too, like this is why baseball is so fascinating as well, because the data, like you can look through all the data and you can find little things here and there, but sometimes even over the course of 162 games, it's just not enough for it to play out. That's just such a perfect example, too, of two teams – Right, they were supposed to be heading in opposite directions. Hey, guess what? Texas, it'll stop at some point. They won't be able to hold. They won't be able to keep it up. By the way, also, start buying in on San Diego. They're going to get this thing together. It's not sustainable. They're going to keep. They're going to turn this thing around. We're still waiting. Yeah, those are two really good examples. Is, is this the year the Padres get it together? Could be. With would it be great without without the, Soto? Get out of here. The, Juan Soto, and now I mean, does Blake Snell go to the Yankees? Snell's crazy because you look at Snell, the upside man and the downside, like the peaks and valleys of Snell's career. Like I, I do wonder if you're looking at this and going like, I don't know, man, because you got a couple of years mixed yeah. in there. He's no, been great, but you got a couple of years where you're pitching just like 130 innings and, and spitting out 420 ERAs or whatnot. The command seems to be like inconsistent as all hell as we know. The fact that he did what he did last year, I mean, he was mowing guys down, but to walk five guys every nine innings. Dude, every game was the same thing. Yep. Hey, bases loaded again in the first inning. Oh, he gets out of it with uh, two strikeouts and a guy, you know, hits one over to the first baseman and he's, it's an easy out. It yep. was like, uh-oh, they're going to get to him tonight. No, he got out of it again. Wild. Uh, let me run some player props by tonight in the NBA. Sure. So, again, I'm on the player prop analyzer, the NBA version, obviously, at vcin.com. You said yesterday the most underrated thing that the entire website offers. Yeah, the advertiser more. It's, it's phenomenal. So one guy we pointed out last night, uh, who was 39 and 17 over his current number at eight and a half was Max Drews. He went flying over eight and a half points. They have the same number on him again tonight, back to back against Chicago. It's eight and a half minus 120. He's 40 and 17 to the over this number on the year. You want to do it or not back to back nights? I, I don't think I want to do back to back nights. And, and like, man, I think Chicago probably slow this thing. They're going to be pretty slow here today. I don't know if you're going to get the pace and the opportunity to do it. Anthony Davis is 35 and 21 over 24 and a half points. LeBron James, 33 and 19, over 23 and a half points. Their current numbers listed at DK for tonight's game. I'd rather go over on AD. 
little bit of an advantage down low against uh, the Clippers. I think it's one of the things they lack. They got three centers, but not like an overwhelming size down low. Carl Anthony Towns is 35 and 21 to the over 20 and a half points. He's over minus 120 against Memphis tonight. Go under. Memphis good defensively. Yeah, they are. They're very yep. good. Even and, though they didn't fuck to show up the other day. And uh, both teams. <laughs> Eh, close. It was a close one. Uh, <laughs> bo- bo- both teams uh, really trending towards a lower scoring game here tonight. Yes. Right? Yes, so, to not go, uh, I would not play that over 20 and a half just based on his resume on the year. Kobe White is 35 and 23 to the under 21 and a half points on the season. And James Harden, 35 and 16 under 20 and a half points. Really? As he goes against the Lakers like, I tonight. I mean, no Paul George, though. Shot attempts got to go somewhere. You would think, right? Yeah. Um, let's see here. Rebounds tonight. The best. Max Drews, 40 and 17, over three and a half rebounds. Minus 135. Under. Solid rebounding team, Chicago. And the best assist guy going tonight, Scotty Barnes. He is actually under. He's 40 and 18 under seven and a half assists Ooh. on the year. Had a triple double his last game out, though. It's going to be quick. They're going to try to run, though, here. Quick pace, favorable scheduling spot, bad defensive team, over. I don't think I'm betting the under at this one. By the way, the over is plus 110. Scotty can put up another triple-double tonight. Yeah, he can. That's another thing tonight. How about DeMontis Sabonis? He's been on a tear. Yeah, do, watch do, will, will both guys, will, you want to do a parlay? How about Sabonis and Jokic to each have a triple-double tonight? Come on, friendship parlay? All right, I'm in. If you miss any of the show, great job today, JBT. You can go back and search. Follow the money wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.